What's up, Chiefs Kingdom? It's your boy Chris Style. I got the squad up in here. We got some things to get into. D hop to the Chiefs. Is it a possibility? We're gonna talk about it. Let's talk, Chiefs. Yeah, Arrowhead Chiefs. It's your girl Miss Nicole. Queen okay. Hustle, baby. Uh-huh. Started from the Started bottom, now we high. here. My homie at the start of his career. Let's go. Try to win him early, hit the truth. Uh-huh. Tuning every Sunday for the juice. Arrowhead Chiefs podcast, bringing all the news. Yes, if you miss the play, come back for reviews. Chris here the for the crew post game highlights go subscribe on youtube uh-huh. yeah. if you missed the play come back for reviews post game highlights go uh-huh. subscribe on youtube uh-huh. yeah. arrowhead chief podcast episode 129 we got a lot to discuss today. D hop to the Chiefs. Is it a possibility? Before we get into that, what's up, Clarence? What's that? Hey, real quick, country, just watch the show and I'll explain it to you, dog. Just watch the show. All right. It's not negative. I'm not, not being negative. Not at all. Just asking. Just maybe, maybe I'm reading too much into it, bro. Just, just hit me out. Just hit me out. Did, did I miss something? What's going on? Got me curious. Yeah, country got beef on the wrestling level. Just, you know what I'm saying? He said, we got beef right, on wrestling. Right, right. But when right, it comes, right, you know, right. what, what happened? What did he say to you? Oh, you being negative? No, no, no. It's just been this whole dust storm that I kicked up when I asked was it a luxury or a need for D-Hop, you know what I'm saying? And it's it's continued, you know what I'm saying? And I started looking into it like, maybe it is a need, for real, you know what I'm saying? And then he pivoted and he was like, uh, (laughs) yeah, yeah, see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? So that's what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. Clarence, you might be on the same one, but we'll get there. We'll get to that road. Well, let's go ahead and start. Yeah. Well, how y'all fellas? Ty, Mark, how y'all doing, man? Y'all good, man? Hey, just coming off this Memorial Day weekend, so. I had some barbecue day. yesterday because I sure in the hell didn't. Uh, not really. I kind of got away from the barbecue because I know it's going to be barbecue season. Hey, yo, I watched out here, so. You watched the what? <laughs> yo, Pete, you watched I watched the, the show yesterday called My Grip versus Up. Asian guy, and like he was cooking up some, I mean, just out of this world shit, like on the grill, like check that shit out. I grabbed me a couple recipes, so I'm finna be Chef Boy Art Negro and on that grill this summer, dog. For real. For What's real. his name? What's the name of it? Uh, his name is Dale. I can't remember his last name, but the show is cooking in my grill. <laughs> yeah, dude named Dale. yeah. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. Hey, lo- hey, you know, low yeah, key, yeah, those, yeah. those those are the people that usually have something up their sleeve where it sounds like a bad combination, and then all of a sudden you're like, okay, this dude actually now nah, it was something yeah. simple like now, now for some simple like yes, Steve bro. or something like that, yes. then I'd be concerned. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> bro, he made like, bro, he made these brats 
and he mixed it, he flipped it, he put like a cheddar, a cheddar uh sauce on top of it, like and it I mean it was it was it looked out of this world, bro. Look at like, Chris I over there. A couple recipes. Ain't gonna looking good right there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mouth water yeah. and this shit. Yeah. yeah. It, it was a special girl like like a jalapeno. A salt bay shit. Yep. yep. Some of that. Some of that for sure. Oh, it was a it, it, it was a spe, it was a special Velveeta with a splash of jalapeno. <laughs> he, made, he, he did some he did some some lamb ribs and he uh based Ooh. it in like um what was uh, it Vietnamese yeah, or I think it was Vietnamese uh uh barbecue sauce like and he put it on the back and show how. Uh, back you making the internet see, now, oh, it, it, look, it looks wait a minute what's hold on I'm trying, I'm back, <laughs> made back a watermelon drink bro so so he got a seedless he got a seedless watermelon right he he mm -hmm. scraped he got thing out then he took uh, this it's like a long uh mixer thing to break up everything else in there then he put what he took out, he put that back in, made this enormous watermelon drink, dog. I mean, it was y'all gotta y'all just gotta see it, bro. It it, it looked it, oh my god, I was so fucking hungry, bro. I was like, this nigga is getting down, getting down. A meatball sub. Oh my god. I mean, ice cream, ice cream sandwiches. So he took like um you know, like the pound cake or the yellow cake. Put it on mm -hmm. grill for a second. Let it get the grill marks on it. Took the ice cream. Oh, yeah, I heard thick, that. Yeah. Thick ice cream. Put it on there. Had the sandwiches. Then he'd take it and he'd roll it in M&M's and any type of uh, uh, candy or whatever, cookie crumbles, you name it. Like, I mean, bro was, bro was on his shit, man. He was man. on his shit. Like, like good time. All of this in my life. All of it. <laughs> but I digress. Let's get back into this football. And that segment was sponsored by Hungry Bros. <laughs> hungry Bros and KC. We stay hungry. Right. But I digress. All right, fellas. Let's go ahead and get into it. DeAndre Hopkins mm -hmm. was released from the Cardinals. Mm -hmm. Now, there was speculation about this happening. You know what I'm saying? Some people were talking about him getting released. But we also heard him in trade talks before the draft, during the draft, even a little bit after the draft. People were talking about DeAndre Hopkins being traded mm -hmm. maybe to the Chiefs, to the Bills, or whatever team, you know, whatever team wanted his services. But the problem was his contract. You know, I think he was he's supposed to get what 19 million this year. And that number was a little bit too high, especially for the Kansas City Chiefs. You know, if anything <laughs> about Brett Veach, especially he's a bargain chopper. <laughs> yeah. For real, for real. He's gonna he is he is the dude real, that went to Walmart into the five dollar bin to the DVDs and got all the DVDs for five dollars. That, that's what how he <laughs> shops why we're <laughs> 
him and him and Harbaugh in the same company in the same company because you know Harbaugh is about them khaki pants. <laughs> Straight out. Straight out. Mm-hmm. He went to Veach went mm-hmm. to Foot Locker and he would get the four for twenty t shirts. That's what he would do. That that's <laughs> how he bargain shops for wide receivers. You know what I'm saying? So it was speculated they were gonna get him. And we're hearing now that you know they even got permission to even talk to DeAndre Hopkins because I guess DeAndre Hopkins doesn't have an agent, he's his own agent. So they got mm-hmm. permission to talk to him. Even they were speculated that he was gonna offer him a contract. They, they had the contract talks worked out, and then the damn Ravens came in and gave OBJ that stupid ass contract and it yep. messed everything all up. Well, to your point, Chris, I want to say something before you continue. They said that they had the Donovan Smith-like contract lined up. Let me just say this right now. DeAndre Hopkins is not signing that deal or anything similar to that deal. So I, I don't I don't know. I just I don't see it. Well, first of all, let's just get this out of the way. Because, you know, every year we get these top-tier receivers or some top-tier defensive end or whatever say, oh, man, I want to win the championship. It ain't about the money. I don't care about the money. And then they get released. And it's like, oh, no, man, I need the bag. (laughs) Well, in Mm -hmm. the NFL, unfortunately, most of the top-tier teams, guess what? They don't have a lot of money. Because mm-hmm. they got a tight end contracts as a quarterback or a defensive end or a wide receiver, they ain't got the money to be dishing out like that. So mm-hmm. most of the bad teams got all the money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so either you want the bag and, and, and suck, which you should just stay in Arizona for that shit. Well, no, right? no, <laughs> no, you shouldn't have stayed in AZ. No, I'm just saying, no. you might as well stay in Arizona. No. Cleveland's out there, you know. But you I don't think like Cleveland's spot for him. But I don't yeah. think Cleveland is a is a bad team. Me either. I, I just think that Deshaun Watson, he just had a lot of stuff going on last year, and he really couldn't focus. I think this year he's coming in, gonna be focused, he's gonna be ready to go. Well, he only played what seven games last year. Yeah, six yeah, games. Yeah. He, he came in the middle of the season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. I don't see him duplicating what he looked like last year. I think he's going to be 10 right. times better than what he, yeah. what he looked like last year. So I actually don't think Cleveland's a bad team. I just think that the quarterback situation was compromised last year to his own doing, but he was it was compromised. But, you know, I think it's going to be better this year. Plus, they loaded up on some positions over there, especially mm-hmm. defensive end, mm-hmm. getting to Darius Smith. Mm-hmm. I think that pass run is going to yep. be formidable. Him yep. out here. So yep. you got one back there. I think one's gonna have something to prove. Mm-hmm. So I can see Cleveland being all right. And if he goes to Cleveland, he's only gonna do his booster their wide receiver. Yeah. Him and Amari I mean, Cooper. Th- yeah, I was just gonna say, imagine him with Amari Cooper. They, they I'm gonna say Elijah Moore. I'm gonna say this. Moore, yeah. Here's my take on it though. Yeah. I think you know Elijah a lot, a lot of teams. I think a lot of teams, though, from opposite conferences, you have that one team that's actually in very similar situations. I think the Browns and the Cowboys are in very similar situations where the pressure and the heat is on the quarterback and head coach and combination. That's just the reality of it. I mean, you're talking about a coach, you know, for the Browns and everything. I don't think that would be a bad fit either. Um, but you're talking about a combination where the Browns had success for one year, then all of a sudden they fell off the cliff. Yeah. So, I mean, it could be the very same thing with Deshaun Watson, who actually have another year, and he, you know, it's it's a lot. It's a lot on a player. We kind of experienced that with Frank Clark. 
and some of the different things that was going on the all season, some of the distractions and whatnot, and then the anticipation. Um, I thought, you know, Deshaun Watson was going through the same thing, the anticipation, you know, having to deal with some of the ongoing things, you know, and fans saying stuff. You know, fans are going to be fans and all that, but, you know, it don't help with the media doing that. Sometimes the media can be an enemy. But I think I think they'll be fine. I just think it's going to be a very similar situation just like as far as like the Browns and the Cowboys and how, how they carry this season now. But I do believe that the NFC North, though, is going – or not NFC North, AFC North, though, is going to be very competitive. Yeah, and that's yeah, what's going to make it that much better. I could see that. Now, from the Cardinals' perspective, before we get into more into DeAndre, huh? from the Cardinals' perspective, we all know that they're tanking the season. Trash. Yep. Like, personally, Williams. I, like, personally, I think that they're going to sit what's your name on ice for the season. Because you yeah, can't yeah. – you Please, cannot yeah. – you cannot risk him going back out there and hurting himself again because he's he's already shown to be injury prone because he's small. So he, if he oh. gets hit, Kyler Murray, oh, yeah. if he gets oh, hurt, yeah. if he gets hit, <laughs> he gets hurt. Now you you devalue his trade value. Yep. At least if you sit him for a year, let him heal that ACL for a whole year. Somebody's gonna go get Kyler Murray. I don't care who it is. Somebody will, somebody will go get Kyler Murray. Now they already got the Arizona already got the second pick in the draft. Now imagine if they get the first, if they get the first and the second pick. Now you can get Caleb, get Caleb and Marvin Harrison, Marvin Harrison Jr. <laughs> now you said on all, you know, you got your two You're set for years, pieces. like fifteen like, years. Those two can grow together, and and you going in the right direction. So I think that they're going full on tank. They going to trade away all the. I, I don't think DeAndre Hopkins is it. I think they're gonna trade some more pieces away. Buddha Baker probably gonna be gone. He'll probably go somewhere. Um, Isaiah Simmons, watch out for him they, too. They already declined his fifth year option. There'll be mid season trades. That's what yeah. I think. Yeah. You don't see a lot of that. Well, before the season actually starts, that you know, too in July, that week after the that that preseason game, you know mm-hmm. it's gonna be super active. Yeah, mm-hmm. you feel me? The cuts so I, yeah, so cuts, you got the cuts, you know, everybody's finalizing that the injuries weeks. that happen throughout Absolutely. training. Camp. You bring in the vets that you think can get it done for you, which is an opportune time. Like if you focus in on Chris, you know, you I mean, do you really like Frank? Frank is the type of player that he really don't need training camp. You know what I'm saying? Right. So you can bring Frank in. But part that, of the that, reason I would want Frank at training camp would be so he could mentor the, the FAU, the younger guys. But I mean, but that and that's why you got big George there now. You know what I'm saying? George got the game from Frank last year. So you're not really pressed to say, do we need Frank in here in training camp? Yeah, it would be perfect situation to bring Frank in there. But if you had to wait that week, that dead week while they're finalizing that 53 that allows Frank to come in, get his start to get his legs underneath them. Spags is going to rotate this D line yeah. anyway, especially week one against Detroit. Yeah. You know, because the question mark for Detroit is they run game. It's not, yeah. they passing attack. You know what I'm saying? They solid in, in the passing game. The question mark lost, for Detroit yeah. is the running game. Cause they lost, they lost Jamal Williams. Back. Yeah, you both of them. We'll see. And you're replacing it with inexperience back there. Well, they got David Montgomery back there, so yeah. But Montgomery, yeah. he, I, I'm not. I like sorry. David Montgomery. Dave Montgomery. You talking about same Dave Montgomery been wearing 88 like past 
He's from Chicago. The running back was. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, David. Yeah, 32. Okay, yeah. He's just had a bad offensive line, I mean, his whole time in Chicago. Yeah, yeah. I think, and even so, is kind of getting on the subject with Detroit. You're talking about a team, and they're not used. They're not used to being under the stage of the big, the the lights and all that stuff. So that's going to be interesting to see how that, you know, that whole uh, week one unfolds. But also didn't contribute to the whole Clark conversation. I think you know the quicker that gets resolved, that's un- unnecessary. I mean, the Chiefs function well when they have limited uh, distractions. I don't you know, think Detroit is. I don't think they're going to come in intimidated by this. I think that they've been the underdogs for so long mm-hmm. and they come in and they feel like they've been disrespected for so long. This, that they're <laughs> like, this is our coming out part. Yeah. You know, you look at last year when they, when they went to Lambeau and won, all of them was saying, we ain't going to the playoffs and we keeping green Bay out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? At least we, we got green Bay out of the playoffs. Like, that's they what they are now. They want to be the villains. And yep. they, they embrace that role in Detroit. It took that – but even so for Detroit, though, it, it took for them to lose that close one against the Bills. That's what it took. I thought yeah. that was where their turning point was. I, I remember sitting there looking at that game. I'm like, they got a chance to beat them. And then it was just that one part of the game where I think they set, they settled for the field goal and they were hoping for overtime. And then Jared and, Goff uh, – Fourth and one, or was it third and one? It was it was a third and one, and then they yeah. threw it. Yeah, it just looked like a team that it looked like a team and a coach that had never been. That in was situation right there. Before. Yeah, it well, was right there. there but yeah. the quarterback's been there. Yeah, yeah. the quarterback's yeah. been there. The quarterback has played in big games. Yeah, you know he played in the Super Bowl. He played in the NFC Championship game. Mm-hmm. He played in that Monday Night Shootout with the Chiefs. Like he's been in these big moments that entire year. When he was with the Rams, like that was a big, big platform for them that entire year. Like they had the Rams yeah. on the prime time. I'm sorry, the, the Vikings on the prime time. They yep. they had Green Bay uh, late afternoon on Fox game. Like all of their games were like magnified on the big stage that year for the Rams. Like Jared Goff, like I know they drafted Hendon Hooker to come in eventually and be the guy, but Jerry Goff can still get it done in this league. You know, you look at his numbers last year, they're not as bad as people think. Not as close. TDs to nine picks. Like, their offense was over 4,000 yards. Yeah. Their offense was on the But to your point, last year, uh, Clarence, with with the running game, they had Jamal Williams, who, what did he break the record? Like 16 touchdowns. Yeah, yeah, 16 uh, rushing franchise record. They had DeAndre Swift, who could compliment. Jamal yeah. Williams perfectly, yeah. Yeah. and now they're going in there with a the completely new backfield, and it's kind of – I mean, David Montgomery's probably definitely filling that Jamal Williams role, mm-hmm. uh, being that power back. And then – What's the kid? They Gib, uh, Jameer Gibbs. Yeah, yeah he'll be uh, playing that swift role. But Detroit, I like what they've done, but now they got all these suspensions. they got a lot of distractions this offseason. They just suspended the sixth guy on the Lions um, – for the for the whole gambling thing so that's a whole a huge distraction especially when your first round pick a year ago is involved in that so i think you know they'll weather that storm but i don't expect it to be early in the season i kind of think they'll have a slowish start and then uh figure it out from there i mean 
I do. Yeah. I will, but even so, despite all the pieces, you know, and some of the trouble things, that comes with maturity because really, really they're a very young team. But yes. I think overall, though, is like even so alluding to, you know, the success of golf is that you have that offensive-minded guy on the other side. So the fact that they have an OC coming back I thought was huge because I think he was in the race for um, one of these head coaching jobs uh, somewhere. So but answer that, me this. Yep. The the guys that, that they'll be without the first half of the season, mm-hmm. are these, like, major contributors? Because, I mean, homeboy that, that, that at wide out – I don't even Williams. think he got his feet going last year. Yeah, like, one catch, one touchdown. Yeah, yeah. like he's he was coming off on ACL. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, like, and and that's the thing about this team, like, they are so built to to deal with anything. Like, he's prepared that squad to be able to face the facts on everything that's coming and just say, you know what, it is what it is, but we're gonna go out here and we're gonna challenge y'all. You know, I've been saying for years that one of the toughest places for teams to go, top teams to go, is up to Detroit. And you can go back and you can look at, yeah, the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. Like, that was, like, one of them games where it's like it could have went either way in that game. Like, the Chiefs and there didn't was a bad call that definitely cost Detroit that game. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like, they've always been tough in Detroit. They've yeah. always been tough up there. So now you put that element with the fact that, they can go on the road and get a win the same way that they win these games in Detroit. Like, not to say that they're gonna come in the Arrowhead and, and surprise the Chiefs on, on opening day. Like, that's not what Andy's about. But I mean, that's gonna be a huge building block for them moving forward throughout the season. Yeah, that'll be a huge. They're gonna, they gonna make the playoffs this year, whether they win the North in the NFC or not. They get in this year. Like, there's no question about that. I, I don't see that that second half of the season for Detroit just being some fluke. Like, no, no they mean, they finally kicked. They were they, they were basically open. <laughs> they were right there at the beginning of the season. And a lot of those games, yeah. it was. Just I mean, because really the offense, the offense here was, there. was explosive. You know, the you could deny was offense. Awful. It was. It was just. It was the defense. Yeah, and now you secondary. got you got that uh, uh, the rookie from last year for them with a full year, and he dominated. He played solid. All year for them, mm-hmm. you know, they got an attitude on defense now. Where and they got, um, they added the number 44 Philly, uh... on defense at linebacker. You know, they got they listen, man. Detroit is is serious, they got CJ they got, Mosley, didn't they? Yeah. They got CJ Mosley, you said. Mm-hmm. No, I think he's still on the Jets, right? No, I think he went to the to the Lions. Well, that's a huge pickup if they added him too, because you had Chauncey Gardner Johnson, and then one of yeah, the most underrated on players on that on that defense is James Houston. I mean, eight sacks last year in eight games. What about what about the the the, the rookie from last year, uh, Rodrigo Rodriguez or whatever? He was a rookie yeah, uh, last year. Oh, I can't, I can't remember his name now. He was a linebacker, wasn't he? Yep, Malcolm Malcolm Rodriguez. Yeah. yeah. Okay, let's see. And then you add in CJ Mosley with that. That's it. No, 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 no CJ Mosley. They got Emmanuel Mosley Mosley from the Niners. Okay. I knew it was a Mosley. 
I know they have some moves of it. But that, I mean, really, since we're talking about D Hop, and this kind of got brought up, I think Detroit wouldn't be um, a bad landing spot for D Hop. I mean, I know nobody historically wants to go to Detroit, but they are moving in the right direction. They could use another receiver. I think you throw him in there. That puts that moves uh, St. Brown to second wide receiver, which if he's your second wide receiver, uh, you're doing pretty good. So I definitely think that that would be a good spot for him too. Underrated spot that nobody's really talking about that much. Yeah, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be a bad timing for that either because even so you're talking about a complete division that's in a I was in a complete rebuild. Yeah, because you still, Marvin you still Jones went back to Detroit. Hmm. In Jacksonville, he went back to Detroit. No, the receiver, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's he's a good number three and number four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they projection right now is Josh Reynolds, Amin Ra, and, and uh Marvin Jones. Ain't bad. And then James Williams once he Sam Laporta at tight end. Uh yeah. And then you give D Hop a chance to play in a dome. I mean, which is something he's done he's done his whole career, so that might be a somewhat if of a they, factor. If they throw that. the bag at him. You know, my whole thing is with 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 D Hop. Like I, I guess we we breaking into this era where we're starting to devalue wide receivers. Because I've heard a lot of people say, "Oh, well, he's thirty one. He don't deserve that type of money at thirty one." Like, I'm sorry. The last time I checked, like thirty one is not old for a wide receiver, especially if he's still in the top three in the league. Like. Mm. Why wouldn't you like like you be a fool if if you D hop and you you still able to do the things that he's doing at that level? Why wouldn't you say, "Listen, I want twenty three"? Side note: DeAndre Hopkins just signed. signed he he hired an agent. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he, I mean, why would so he wants that bag? Plus, sports. You? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's actually a good move for him. It you is. You know, like like why why is it? You know, everybody posted like somebody posted that 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 article about McCaffrey and the devaluation of running backs. That that shit's been on a decline since the early two thousands, where they want to devalue backs. So now we're gonna start trying to devalue wide receivers. Like if you if you post in a top five, if you post a top three. He hops in that conversation. Yep. He yep. better be in that conversation. Even at 31, 32, he better still be in that conversation because he's still beating double teams. And he you, played you, what seven games last year, had <laughs> 700 something yards. It, it, like, like the first four weeks that he was back in Arizona, they force fed him. Yep. They force fed the shit they out of him. They needed a jump start because yes. and he was produced. Done. And yep. he produced. So for yeah. people to think that he does not deserve at 23, you're crazy. No. Yeah, it's too yeah. big of a price tag for Kansas City. Yes. Yeah, it but is. There's a team out there that will that pay will, him. Yeah. And he's worth it. That's the that's, that's the thing, though. He's worth that money. And, and Clarence, this is probably the last chance he's gonna get to really get Absolutely. that money unless he signs a one year deal when you're I mean, 31's not old, you know, necessarily, but you're getting close to, you know, signing your last contracts. And this is probably his last chance mm-hmm. to get that big bag. So I can't be mad at him for wanting to get it. And he's worth it. 
He's still, yeah. he, but he's, he's earned it. You know I what mean, I'm saying? He's earned it. Look, been, at the, uh, look at the production he put in last year alone in Arizona, going through all that cycle of quarterbacks again, like he had to deal with in Houston. Yep. You know and what I'm saying? If I was him and I seen what OBJ got, I would be thinking the same thing. I should get yeah. more than that. Yeah, I've been more productive. More I've been more healthy. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Well, he's I, not, he, he, he deserves that 23. Well, I'll say, I'll say this, and, and I'm not saying that they're totally right. I don't totally agree with this. But the reason why Chiefs Kingdom, because I'm pretty sure that Clarence, you're talking about Chiefs Kingdom, we do value in the wide receiver because I see it on the timeline. Because oh, of we, don't, we don't need because this. Because of last year. It's because right. of last year. We right. did it with Juju. We did it with MVS. And, right. you know, of course, we have Travis Kelsey, which is right. Like, yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Juju's gone. But Juju's yeah. gone now. I agree. I agree. I agree. And we don't and we have an un we have a real unknown compared to last year. The unknown last year was can Juju stay healthy enough? Right. And yep. can MVS take that next step? That was mm-hmm. that was the unknown for last year. The difference between last year and this year was last year we had guys that were new in the offense but weren't like new receivers in the league. Yeah. We got guys that yeah. are just still finding their way of how to yeah. be receivers in the league. Yeah. Juju had yeah. done that. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So it is the difference is they did the Chiefs are taking the same philosophy that they took with the DB room. Yeah, and they're doing it with the receivers this year. They said it was throw numbers at it. They saw it, mm-hmm. they saw it work <laughs> with the DB room. We're just gonna throw numbers at it. Trent McDuffie, he's a first round pick. So boom, we got him and Legarius Sinead. We good. Now let's throw some more numbers. Joshua Williams, a, a dude from mm-hmm. you know HBCU who has all the potential speed. Height, all that. Jalen Watson, same thing. A ball hawk played in the Pac-12. Nazi Johnson, a speed guy, like he's fast. And so they doing the same thing. Wide receiver, okay. We got Kadarius Tony. We thought highly of him in the in in the draft. His only problem is he can't stay healthy. Mm -hmm. Um, We drafted Sky Moore last year. Mm-hmm. We know the potential in this kid. He just had to learn the offense last year. I don't mm-hmm. think – because everybody said, oh, he had a down year. I don't think he had a down year. I just no, think he didn't. He had, yeah. he, had a, he had a typical rookie well, – I don't think your rookie Chargers year game. can be a no, down go year. Go look at that Chargers game. Yeah. If you think he yeah. had a down year, go look at the Chargers game. Yeah. That Chargers game – there's nothing else to be said about Scott. He produced Scott. with the opportunities Scott, given. Scott opportunities, yeah. Right. When you I mean, look that, at that, it, that, percentages oh, break down. He's right at the top with getting with the open percentages and everything. That closed the door on any any debate yeah. that anybody should have about Sky. I agree. That game in itself. It did. Yeah. So they they put a second round pick, and then they do it again this year with uh, what's his name, Racy Rice. Yeah. They get, they get but, but, but but hold on, hold on, no, Chris. So you know you you only have to be right once, right? Mm-hmm. You only have to be wrong once too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, what what are we? Uh, I mean, the system is beautiful. What 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 Veach is able to do is incredible, but he's still a human. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Human error can occur. So what if? You know what I'm saying. Are we prepared to deal with that? Because let's go back and look. MVS is the history of MVS has always been going back to Lambo. Or his time in Green Bay, he'll be healthy one year. Then that next year, he's in and out of the lineup yep. constantly. Mm-hmm. So you're talking about the drops on top of him not being in the lineup consistently. 
after a year where he'll put up 56, 60 catches for 700, 800 yards, you know, drops, all of that. But 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 the numbers are still there enough to say, okay, this is why he's here as a two or a three. You know what I'm saying? But that year later, it's a groin injury. It's a hamstring injury. It's all of these things that just continue to occur for him, and it keeps him out of that lineup, all right? Then you go to Kadarius Toney. Who taught him how to be a polished wide receiver in New York? Who showed him that? So, so we're banking on Tony coming in here, buckling down, learning this offense, but the, still the uncertainty is, can he stay healthy? You know what I'm saying? Who taught him how to be a true wide receiver to lead all of this youth that's behind him? You know what I'm saying? Then we go to a Justin Ross who has never played even a preseason game in the league yet. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, realistically, the only the only guys that we're going into this thing with with a little a little assurity is Sky and who Justin Watson and, and Richie James and Richie James, like that. That's yeah, I know. I, I mean, that, that's what made me think. Maybe this is more of a need than luxury. That's what made me well, read into it a little bit more. And even so, I mean, let's dive a little bit deeper in this thing. It's like we're just talking about the receiver room and whatnot. I think also, despite, you know, what the receiver looked like, it also changed Mahomes' uh, thought process when it actually came yep. to actually executing the op- in the offense. That's why you start to see the production of, of the running game. Our number one, our number one when it comes to the period is Travis Kelsey, That's bottom cool. line. Absolutely. Point blank, period. Absolutely. And then I think it wasn't it wasn't solely just on him, but we had to see the evolution of the, how they could use the running backs, and that mm-hmm. took off some of the load mm-hmm. as far as it can deal with the receivers. Mm-hmm. It was just whoever was going to be or whoever was productive or whoever uh, Mahomes that had, weight. Exactly. That's mm-hmm. just pretty much how they roll. That's what makes it very intriguing. You know, like I said, you could argue it, you could argue it being a need, you could argue it being a luxury. What I mean, I'm on the fence tonight. Would I love to have him? Sure. Has Mahomes proved that? Has Mahomes and the Chiefs and the offense proved that they could do it without a one receiver? Yes, they did. Yeah. Obviously, so it's like we're in a very unique situation because of the fact that we have one five sitting back there and we have a great head coach in the in running this thing, and how yeah. that's going to execute going the next year. Um, obviously, everybody has their concerns about that. Is like, well, we need a number one. We don't need a number one. But Travis is the number one. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. right. Yeah. Not not every team can say that. Not every, mm-hmm. I mean, the way that the game has evolved, the way that Andy Reid just dials up plays and calls plays, though, just absolutely mind-blowing. You can make the same argument even with Tom Brady kind of in a sense because he needed Gronk in order for him yep. to get over the top of a lot mm-hmm. of those games. Mm-hmm. Well, Andy Andy's system is usually not a – he tries to make it to where it's not a number one wide receiver-centric offense. And that's right. why he wants all the receivers to learn every position on the mm-hmm. field because – you could be the number one receiver on this play, but mm-hmm. you're going to be the number one receiver on that play. You know what I'm saying? Right. So right. that's how he tries to run it. Now, right. when he had Tyreek Hill, it was just kind of hard. <laughs> you you got to use that speed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just hard not – that guy is the number He just looks like the number one. Receiver. Yeah, exactly. So but don't you think hard. DeAndre Hopkins would be there if he comes into this offense? I mean – I think it would be a little different because he's not – He's him and Tyreek's game is so different. Well, yeah, they're way different. But, yeah. 
But you can just look at them and see that this is I mean, I mean but wide receivers. It has to be it has to be the way that it was last year. Like you have to have a consistent guy at wide receiver to help out Travis. You know what I'm saying? We had everybody Juju. else stays in their lane and plays their role. You feel me? Like, and that's the question mark now with Juju being gone. Like DeAndre Hopkins, you think about Hop compared to Juju, like Hop is gonna get those would get those routes and get uh uh rack yards. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? He's mm-hmm. he's gonna he's gonna get you more yardage after those catches. Whereas Juju is a little is not as versatile and athletic like that. You know what I'm saying? Not to mention yeah. it frees up everything else, like so you can get Sky more open, you can get Kadarius Tony open, you know what I'm saying? And they and they watching D Hop in practice so that that year later, D Hop wanna go or whatever the case may be, like you've gotten that that knowledge and that experience and you see it on the field. You see that growth. That's the you know thing. And that's what that's we could a, be missing. I think it I think you could go with both sides on this with it being yeah. a need or luxury. Because yeah. for me, I'm still gonna lean towards luxury because of what like what we said, but and then what Chris said and what you said, Clarence, to your point, yeah, there's a lot of unknowns when you look at this mm-hmm. wide receiver room. If the most proven guy mm-hmm. like in this room this year was Richie James or MBS, mm-hmm. I'm a little bit worried about that. I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. We're going into the season with question marks. Um do I think Kadarius Tony could be a wide receiver one? Yeah, I do. Well, but I think if you move him to wide receiver two, um, so what makes him, what what still makes you think makes you feel like it's a luxury? It well, would be a luxury. It would be what a luxury. You, what, yeah, what gives you that feeling still? Because I because we won the Super Bowl with the wide receiver core we had last year. But we had Juju. Yeah, that's true. But DeAndre so Hopkins Juju, to me, is better than Juju. Hopkins, Hopkins brings a unique set of attention, though. I mean, yeah. granted, Kelsey does the same thing. And when you had Hill and Kelsey, it was almost like pick your poison. Which one do you want to guard? Sammy. They, that's what that's what Sammy made it so too. difficult. Yeah. And and have and having Hopkins is really a quarterback or the kind of receiver that well, yeah. But having having somebody like Hopkins is somebody that uh Mahomes really hasn't had. You can argue yep. any receiver over the last couple of years, and Hopkins mm-hmm. does not bring that kind of attention that any other previous receiver does. So it's, it's a very unique situation. That's why, to me, it's more of a luxury more than anything. Yeah. It would be – and in the sense of it, it could be a need for the yeah. sense of mentorship and also yeah. because the language of the Chiefs is versatile and let's, just, and let's just be open and honest. They're looking to get younger like you're supposed mm-hmm. to. So mm-hmm. it would be it would be a great build up to that and it also be a great way to be almost like to pass the torch so that way you're not in a situation where – Okay, your veterans are out now. Who's the next one? And then the young, your young core isn't ready. I think the most part, the person that would benefit the most for D Hop being there is Rayshie Rice because I think yep. his game is very similar to yeah. a D Hop. He said and he I, modeled his game after Hopkins, so I mean, you let him learn from him, and then you I mean, slide Kadarius I mean, Tony to to wide receiver too, which I think, and really, he could be a great wide receiver too in the league. He's one of those guys. He's a good. He's probably you know a, a decent one. But he's a top tier too. I can't see him as a one. I can't. I can't. I could see. I could. I could see. Because you see the skill set. You see exactly. You see the skill set, but he he's never done it consistently. That's the thing. You're right. He's he's never been in a lineup consistently. Maybe even while he was here, he was missing time. Even while he was here, he was missing. 
If you don't think, do. look, I'll just say this. If you don't think you could be wide receiver one, I bring this up all the time. Go watch those Cowboys highlights. Just just watch every route he ran in that game. He could be wide receiver one. It's, he it's, hasn't done it I, consistently. I, yeah, I agree. I agree with you. I agree. I, I, I agree with that. But, you know, the unique the unique part about that, one, maybe DeAndre Hopkins can get us some health tips. Two, because of Mahomes and how he's able to spread the ball, I think that's going to be the one thing that's able to conserve people like Tony and some of the injury questions that we do have. We still have other questions that we do have as far as what Ross is going to look like coming off an of injury. I got a lot of those things. I'm kind of like got my uh, – I mean, I'm not sure I'm being optimistic, but I'm like I, th- I think what I'm seeing from the offseason with Ross, though, he could be the wild card that nobody's talking about Then all of a sudden that could just take off. We don't know that. But I agree, though, it's hard to believe in register Tony as a one. But I think with the ball distribution, though, especially if they do anything like they did last year with the running backs and getting them involved. And and Pacheco, I mean, who's to say that if he goes off early and everything, that would take a load off of Mahomes, too, as well. And and McKinnon uh, coming back, obviously, is huge in that receiving that room. Yeah. So you yeah. don't have to run the football then. Oh, you have to, regardless. You have to make a yeah. commitment to running the football. You banking on guys that are Tyreek's build with a notch lower speed than Tyreek. You have to run the football. Mm-hmm. You have to make a commitment to running the football. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's maybe they're finally going to do it. What maybe. made this work for so long was the fact that there was nothing like Tyreek Hill anywhere else mm-hmm. that could just blow a coverage up regardless we, of who was back there he could blow it up completely and you didn't have to worry about on first down them respecting that play action fake because regardless of whether they paid attention to it or not he's Reek was down know, there and he is yeah. already blown past your safety and he's open where now you got you got to have some deception you got to send Kadarius on a jet sweep fake. You know what I'm saying? You got to have <laughs> Travis coming over the backside on a deep cross. You know oh, what man. I'm saying? The Travis other guy on the backside got to be running a go route. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to have all these smoke and mirrors going on. So the only other way to do this is you're going to have to make a commitment to run the football. They have to. Tony be having the most Run, run it, running the football and definitely like I said that, that's that's all that's all contributing to getting the running backs involved. It has to. I mean that, the Chiefs have figured that out as far as they, it wasn't necessarily it didn't result in a thousand yard uh rushing year, but I mean you can speculate on that. Yeah, it's close. Uh, Pacheco didn't Pacheco didn't start the season. And also you're talking about the identity as far as they, I mean trying to but, adjust but, the running back to the next. It's gonna have to be different from the yeah. standpoint it, even in the running game, it's gonna have to be different because you know, you got Pacheco, you got McKinnon, and between the two of them, like it's like they they had this scripted out where okay, Pacheco's gonna get three carries, McKinnon's gonna get four carries, Pacheco's gonna get six carries, McKinnon's gonna get three carries, and between them, we're gonna get to that number of 15, 16, <laughs> 17 carries. No, it can't be like that. Yeah, you're gonna it have is. to make a commitment to Pacheco being that dude. And I think they will Here because even, even so, because the Latin, who's a, who's the last thousand yard rusher that they had? Kareem. Yep. Now it's back in 2017. After that, here's the here's the leading numbers as far as we're rushers. Uh, Hunt the year after that had only 824. Then you had uh, 
I think that's Damian Williams with 498. Yep, that was Damian Williams. Damian yep, yep. had Clyde, who had 803, and I believe that was his rookie year. That was his rookie and then, year. Yep. And then you dropped off to Daryl Williams, who only had 558. And then Pacheco, mm -hmm. who had mm -hmm. the second highest ever since mm -hmm. Kareem Hunt, had mm -hmm. 830 in a season where mm -hmm. he only played, he only started half the, mm -hmm. half the season. Mm -hmm. So I think but you, you can't, can't but you can't go, you can't give Pacheco the carries in the first quarter and then he don't touch the ball no more until, no, until the fourth quarter. No, they, you, know they got, you can't do that no more. No, they gotta have balance. They gotta have Pacheco running the ball Pacheco and they gotta be, and, and they yeah. gotta and they gotta stay consistent and making sure, you know, yeah. even those passing block plays where you see McKinnon getting those yep. eight who have those touches out the backfield. That's yep. what makes it unique. It takes the pressure off of Kelsey having to get open. It takes the pressure of having to make sure he has somebody off the top. That's why I'm very uh, curious. And even so, I think the elimination of the fullback position that opens up a spot is going to make it that much more interesting too. Yeah. The language has been being versatile, and that's exactly what the Chiefs are doing. It's going to be crazy yeah. next year. Yeah. I mean, so this, this, there this is, is Tony might be throwing some passes. He, he, oh, I mean, he better not. No, I know. No, 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 no. no. Do not make listen. From what everybody has said, the goal is multiple titles. So if you're doing that, you got to respect the fact that everybody else in the AFC is improving. That's you got You got to expect uh, the battle of attrition. Who's going to stay healthy? Who's going to be healthy the end of December, early part of January when you're making that playoff push? You know what I'm saying? We've been fortunate the times that the, the two times that we've won titles, we've been fairly healthy. And yeah. we haven't had to Definitely. do it without a Travis. You know, we haven't had to do it without a Tyreek in those situations. Mm -hmm. We don't know what this looks like without Travis. It, see what I'm is. saying? Do you see now why I'm looking at all of this? Because we've been very mm -hmm. fortunate. But the battle very. of attrition is real, and it hits every team in the league. Every very. team goes through it. We've just been very fortunate. Kansas City should really what consider does this look like without a Travis. What does this look like if we actually have to go four games without Pat? What does it look like without – this no, left tackle that we banking on. You see and what it, I'm no, but it's but it's real. It is because it's it is real. even so, let's add out add on let's, to that. Let's, let's not let's, just live in this fairy tale where it doesn't exist and it never happens. No, it does, and it happens because it's a real thing. And it's it happened. Because even so with Kansas City, they played the longest seasons to come up. I mean, if you look at that for the last five, six years, and now we're because gonna have the shortest rest. Thank you. It's Thank been, you. That's been the case for the Thank last you. five, six years. I think I, I saw that they got like what two two Monday night games back to back, and like it's yeah. like it's crazy. Mm -hmm. This is this is crazy. That the whole thing where they can flex the Thursday games. You know, Absolutely. we're getting flexed to at least one of them games. Absolutely. I hope, I hope not. That's trash. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and a Sunday it's night. Gonna happen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And a Sunday night because they can flex those too. You almost want like, you almost this is you almost real, want them to you almost want them to be in a position to almost lock this thing up by like week 15, week 16, so that way they're resting 17, yeah, this, 18. This thing, like the Bengals game has it 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 can't I, have the same meaning this year that it's, it's not. It was, it was it was it was too late, yeah. I thought. It, it was way too late. You can't afford to have that be be something that's on the table. They should have put that in early December. I agree with that. No, no. That should have been that should have been more like week 
Somewhere like done. 10 through 12, it should have been. Yeah. Like it's 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 been like but but that chapter I feel like in Kansas City is over. Like what chapter? Okay, then? yeah, like where the Bengals feel like they 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 are there to knock them off. Like, I mean, that's pretty much been established, like, nah. Because you go back and you look at that first the first time that they won in the AFC title game, like that was all on the fact that Pat that, that entire offense was just Yeah. It was it was nasty. They didn't run the ball enough. They ran the ball six yeah. times. And, you know, it, 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 it was so even... up and down that year offensively, like consistently, week after week. We didn't know what type of offense we was gonna get from no, one week to even... another from them. They was turnover prone. Even that game, it didn't even start. It didn't even start in the second half. It started to collapse toward the end of that first half when they failed in that execution to end the in that half. Yeah, I mean, mean, if we kick the field goal, we were still gonna go to the Super Bowl. So what? But 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 the point I'm trying to get to is like I don't feel like Cincinnati is that big of an issue in regards to where this team is going. Like, I agree. Cincinnati has their – they have their own set of issues that they got to yep. contend with. They got to contend with Jacksonville. <laughs> they they got to contend with Baltimore. They got to contend with Cleveland and Pittsburgh. Yeah. As much as as much as the Chiefs do, but Cincinnati has to beat those teams. And exactly. Cincinnati you know has to deal with Orlando Brown at left tackle. And a side note to add on to that. Um, the chance, like – Clarence, you had me rolling when I saw that the uh, the whole thread about I've never seen somebody get offended over a compliment and yeah. take that as criticism. Like, look, yeah. I mean, I don't care if anybody in Cincinnati, if they want to chime in or if they're watching yeah. them or whatever. It was not an insult by any means no. necessary because no, that whole division, not. that whole division is good. Yeah, and even and they were talking about, you know, there's only two teams that matter. No, that mm-hmm. whole division. If mm-hmm. Pittsburgh got rolling earlier, mm-hmm. like the way they did to mm-hmm. close the season out, it would have been a three-team race. The Browns mm-hmm. had the dysfunction, unfortunately, of having injuries and the unknowns, and they were dealing with criticism and all that stuff. That is going to be a close – I mean, whoever said that was a two-team, cancel your Twitter account right now. Absolutely. <laughs> because Absolutely. That, that is a division to be respected Absolutely. from top to bottom. They're very Absolutely. good. Very skilled. Uprising talent, I have no issues with it and at absolutely. all. And that's absolutely. all Clarence was trying to do was give yeah. them their. I could, I couldn't believe it. I, yeah. I like, I don't, I don't even want to chime in on this because it's like it's it was received wrong altogether. Yeah. We said it, yeah. we said it last week on the podcast. They're mm-hmm. a good division, top to bottom. We don't know who's going to come out. There is no guarantees in this no. in this league or no. even in your division. Yeah, because. Cincinnati, I mean, they got blown out by the Browns. If, if, if memory Jacoby Brissett got them. What happened is they no. acted like yeah, they've Halloween. been dominating that division. That's, that's they act like they've been dominating that's that division for years. But Thank that's you. what gets me, though. That kind of stuff right there. Talking about it's only two teams that matter. You got burned. Mm-hmm. Yes, I understand that was your first your first game without uh, – because Thanks, that was the well. game where uh, – Jamar Chase was out. And yep. then they got on that roll. I mean, I get that. I respect that. Things yep. happen. But that came to show it took an adjustment. That's all football. Mm-hmm. It happens. Mm-hmm. But you got to respect the remaining mm-hmm. teams in that division from top mm-hmm. to bottom. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I couldn't believe it. And, and they took it like, y'all need to worry about y'all. Don't worry about – I'm like, no. No. We ain't worried about a true football here. fan, first, first and foremost, you should be a true football fan. Right. To the, to the point where you can respect every division and respect all teams. 
Mm-hmm. Like I respect the AFC North. You know, I I I, I was a fan of Pittsburgh Steelers back when they had Le'Veon and Antonio. You know what I'm saying? I and, and Ryan Shazier at linebacker, Ike Taylor. Like I like those teams. You know what I'm saying? So for me, you know, I'm just I'm game recognized game. Like the AFC mm-hmm. North is not a game. Like. No. Even they so, potentially it, have four teams in the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. they, they just say good. They they play really good defense and they can run the football and they can beat your ass. You mm. know, like they are physical teams in the north. Yeah. And for them, like the Bengals act like, oh, well, y'all shouldn't worry about what we're doing over here. Well, y'all the finesse team in that division. No, we, we, and we y'all struggle. We yeah. see you. Y'all we see you. Yes. And, <laughs> y'all would have lost in the playoffs if Lamar Jackson was you playing. Know what I'm but you know what I'm we, saying? We see your division just like we see ours and everything. We Absolutely. saw what the we saw what the Chargers are capable of doing and everything. We realistically we did not want to play them. You do Absolutely. not want to play the same opponent no. three times. No. I don't yeah. care competition, whatever, and all that mm-hmm. stuff. You do not want that to happen. Yeah. We see mm-hmm. teams get burned when teams play an opponent. Mm-hmm. I mean, you talk about the uh, the Niners and Rams for uh, a great yeah. example. Yeah, about all the Niners have owned them and everything. The yeah. playoff is a different yeah. beast. It's a different story. Yeah, it's a different, different beast. Yeah, you never want to see the same team three times. But I think it's funny that Bengals fans want to say we should worry about our division after they were on Twitter, I mean, all offseason last year, along with other fan bases saying how the Chiefs were not even going to win the AFC West. We did that. We we beat you in the AFC Championship game Mm -hmm. at home with the Patrick Mm -hmm. Mahomes that was probably, Mm -hmm. what, 60% healthy Mm -hmm. for that game. Mm -hmm. And yet you still want to talk like Mm – like y'all run stuff in the NFL, like it, it's the, such a delusion. The it's thing crazy. is, Ty, is is that they live in this fantasy world, yep. where that they think that it's a two horse race in the AFC, and what they fail to remember is is that the Jets improved, yep, the Dolphins improved, Jacksonville, Jacksonville improved. You know, you got all of these teams that got all the better. teams in their division improved. Chargers are better. You Chargers, know, Chargers got better with a, a better OC. Yes, we don't that know what Denver is going to bring to the table now with, with Sean, Sean Payton. Payton. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody in the AFC got better. Mm-hmm. So it's not just Cincinnati, Buffalo, behind Kansas City. Like, it could potentially be Baltimore. six, seven teams that are competing, like, really playing right really there. good football and are right there. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So – I mean, I just don't it, see Cincy being, you know, what they think they are, man. Me either. I, I really and don't. Get 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 on a, get on the level where I mean, Cincy is. I mean, I've seen I've seen the talks and other stuff. Granted, I respect them, but they're still not mm-hmm. on the level as to what Kansas City has done nope. when it's been division yeah. title winner since fourteen. Yeah. They yeah. haven't yeah. been. To, they haven't yeah. been on the level where the Patriots dominated from two thousand mm-hmm. all the way up to. Mm-hmm. 13 mm-hmm. or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And the one of those years, mm-hmm. Tom Brady got mm-hmm. hurt. <laughs> mm-hmm. So they're mm-hmm. not on that level yet. And even mm-hmm. so, if you want to talk about last year, you're talking about a team that was rebuilding. You're talking about um, mm-hmm. the Ravens that were going through uh, turmoil mm-hmm. and not knowing mm-hmm. their quarterback situation. Yep. And yep. that's all, that's what I saw last year. Yep. And yep. the fact that they got that close to losing yep. in the first round. Yep. That yep. speaks volumes. Yep. 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 I respect what you did to the yep. Bills. Yeah. But yeah. And yeah. their defense, their defense got worse. Yeah, it took a step back. Because they're counting on guys in that secondary that mm-hmm. that haven't done it before. Mm-hmm. And we knew Jesse yeah. Bates was like 
And when, you, you know, Jesse Bates was a huge part of that defense. He reminded mm-hmm. me a little bit of when Spags had Tyron Matthew, how he got utilized mm-hmm. and moved around. Mm-hmm. And he, he was mm-hmm. a key to everything they did, truly. So losing him. Mm-hmm. So, so basically, to put it in a nutshell, Cincinnati, we see your division and we're going to see yeah. your division. Yeah. We're going to see yeah, it. I mean, it's, right. it's, it's, it's such a yeah. tight race. Yeah. I'm almost predicting there's, there could potentially be three teams that come out that division. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. can see that. Yeah, and, and that's I mean, a respect. That, that, that's a respect. Not keep, a keep it all the way funky. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, just think about this. Just keep it all the way funky. The last time Deshaun Watson played an entire season, he led the league in passing mm-hmm. on a bad team, on a terrible, on a shitty team. team. Yeah, but so you mean to tell me that we should just worry about the AFC West and not give props to everybody else when y'all potentially got a young secondary in Cincy? And he's got one of the best route running wide receivers on his squad with him, not to mention one of the best running backs in the league on his squad with him. What makes you think y'all just gonna just roll over the Browns, man? Y'all crazy. Y'all lost to them last year in Cleveland. What makes you think it ain't gonna happen again? Blown out. Blown out. out. What makes you think on you, Monday you, night y'all football? Y'all gonna duplicate that again? You're crazy. You're, you're crazy. You're you're in no you're in no place to dish. You need to respect it. Absolutely. When Mahomes, Absolutely. Mahomes, the way they got blown out in that game, mm-hmm. Mahomes didn't even have a loss total of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> to the Browns with Jacoby mm-hmm. Brissett. Mm-hmm. But we, but we, but we see you just like mm-hmm. we see the Bills, just mm-hmm. like we see the Chargers. Mm-hmm. That we, mm-hmm. we see you. Hold on, let me, because uh, Pittsburgh picked up somebody too. I, like everybody has gotten better. Pittsburgh man. picked up a receiver. They did pick yep. up. They, they yeah. That, yeah, they picked that up. I thought they I thought killed. They absolutely and, killed and the it, draft. Allen Robinson. They got yeah. Allen Robinson. And and and, and this is George Pickens. And this and is not, why I and this on, is why I say Pittsburgh has one of the smartest uh front offices because they didn't they didn't go out and blow that their cap money all the other stuff. They based they basically made sure that the Rams, if they were gonna acquire him, that they acquired him, making sure that the Rams took a, the boatload of the money that was owed. And they got Patrick and Peterson. Yep. To go with Minka Fitzpatrick. And they just have as long as right. TJ Watt stays healthy and then they got all those pieces around, they will be just fine. Yeah, they got, and they got depth behind them. The, they got, the, they got depth in that in that room in Pittsburgh. Yep. They, they added they added a linebacker, didn't they? Yeah, they drafted. Uh, his name is Nick Herbig. Yeah, that was a good pick there. The, man, they just killed the draft. This I mean, dude, Tanner Muse. They got Elon Rock, Elandon Roberts from from the Dolphins. Yep, who used to play for the Patriots. The Florida. The floor of that division should be eight and nine or nine and eight. They got Marcus. It should be. You see what I'm saying? You go, you go and look at their secondary. They got Demonte Casey coming back because he was hurt last year. They got Levi Wallace back there. They got yeah. Didn't they They draft a defensive end? Yeah. Yeah. They drafted Joey Porter too. Yeah, Joey Porter. Yeah, the son. Yeah. They'll be fine. Like, like it's like they they. Bengals fans are just totally delusional, man. 
Well, this is how delusional they are. I've seen a Bengals fan put together a list rating the best linebacking cores in in the AFC North, and the Bengals were number one on that list. I I mean, clearly it's Baltimore. Clearly it's Baltimore. Look at their uh, cores. Of course, the Bengals. Rohan Smith and Patrick Queen and all that. Yeah. 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 I would say situations. You can Not agree. to mention they got the kid from uh, Penn State that won them the game against us, uh, Adafe. Uh, yeah, away. Yeah, but, I mean but, they but got so many young pass rushers in Baltimore. It's ridiculous, man. But even so, you know, as far as like how they rank the court, the, uh, the linebacker and core and stuff like that, I also have to take a look at the quarterbacks who they're going against mm-hmm. and the situationals as well. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. like, with, with, you know, the situation, you know, as far as you deal with that, you know, with Cleveland, I mean, you're getting a Deshaun Watson. That might change with him. Mm-hmm. I mean, argument, mm-hmm. I mean, you can make it a toss up. I mean, personally, me, I have uh, Burrow as the best quarterback out that division, clearly. Yeah, and then man. I have then I have Jackson as number two, and then you know you go all the way down. But if Pittsburgh gets the quarterback right, and you know if the if Pittsburgh did have the quarterback right, I mean Hopkins could easily could have been in a situation where you could go there. But for obvious reasons, they don't. But you know I'm excited for the North. I mean I don't know they on a delusional. Talk I mean I, I mean personally <laughs> I feel boy. like personally I feel like Deshaun Watson is is in a better situation than than Joe Burrow is. I really feel like that because you you putting you putting you giving him Nick Chubb number one, yeah. Then he has David and Joku, he has Elijah Moore, and he has probably I, I'd say one of the best route runners in the league in Amari Cooper. Like yeah. like route for route, mm-hmm. nobody runs routes the way that Amari Cooper runs routes. Yeah, I agree. Just hands down. No, and you and you given you given Deshaun the you you've you've given Deshaun the ability to get into that community to get into that team to know the facility the locker room. to know the, the locker room to know this offense inside and out to digest it so he's no longer looking at his wristband thinking okay so Ari's doing this over here or I got Njoku uh, delaying here like no. It's 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 muscle memory now, and I think that test run last year will help him. And the last full run. year that he played, he <laughs> led the league in passing. I'm just yep. gonna leave it at that. I'm not gonna say anything else. Don't get I'm me wrong, Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow is 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 a great quarterback, and he has yeah, you know Jamar and T and and Boyd. But for my money, to have somebody in the backfield like Nick Chubb, who can. Get your defense, that defense to creep down, yep. stop him, and to leave an Elijah Moore and an Njoku and an Amari singled up. All Deshaun Watson has to do is make the right decision with the football. Yep. And he's capable of doing that. He's he's shown and proven it time and time again. I would, he will do that. I'm just saying. I would say even so to add on to that. And I mean, and I and I saw the maturity, even so with adding with uh, talking about Amari Cooper. Mm-hmm. And I think with Amari Cooper, the difference was from him and being the Cowboys. Because I'll never forget this, too. Um, one of the last plays when he was in Dallas, and it was mind-blowing to me, and that's part of the whole McCarthy thing as well. You can throw that in there mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Was It was the moment of all moments where they needed a big play. 
Yeah. And Amari Cooper was on the sideline mm-hmm. when they had timeouts. And that disturbed mm-hmm. me more than anything. Mm-hmm. I'm like, mm-hmm. the biggest moment, you know, for the mm-hmm. Cowboys to be able to give over that hill. Mm-hmm. And they were not one of them was smart enough to call a timeout to get your star mm-hmm. player. And who knows? I mean, who? And maybe, maybe Cooper wasn't ready to be that man in the moment. I don't know. And I think, you know, like you said, you know, being that test run, it prepared him to be the be, mm-hmm. to be the man in the moment. Mm-hmm. And now that you have a Deshaun Watson, everything that could help. And then mm-hmm. somehow, if they were to get D Hop, that mm-hmm. could get rid of some of that pressure, mm-hmm. and it would just make their receiving core that much. Whoop, that would be a problem. Go, go back to when Amari was, yeah. was a Raider and look at and look at what he had to deal with. Yeah, it was just him and Derek Carr. That's you know shame. what I'm saying? <laughs> That's all it was. That's and he was shame. he was he was killing. He was killing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now imagine him not having to deal with double teams. Yeah, if you want to double Amari, that's fine, but Elijah Moore is gonna kill you. Elijah Moore is a monster, bro. Mm-hmm. People and forgot Joku, how good he is. And Joku can get busy. Like so. So what's what's the percentage that D Hop comes to the Chiefs? What is, what's your percentage of that? I keep. I mean, I, I'm trying to get something more luxury. <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, I'm gonna go I'm, with like a. I'm gonna go with like a forty percent chance. I'm at. I mean, I'm. I, I don't have no idea. Maybe it's just. I mean, I, that's why I hate getting caught up in the whole media race and all that. Everybody mm-hmm. talking about it's a team, team, neck and neck, and Buffalo and Chiefs and all that stuff. It's it's fifty fifty to me. I, I really think it is a two team race. Although I think it would be a more interesting fit if you went elsewhere. Mm-hmm. I just think it's fifty. And and then the fact that he just signed with Clutch makes it, makes it that much more interesting because I'm aware as far as like some of his clientele. Actually, the the agent's clientele is up in the uh, if you pay attention, is actually in the uh, NFC East because you know he also they also have um, what's his name from uh, they have um, mm-hmm. Devontae over there. He's under that management and the same mm-hmm. thing with uh, Thibodeau and um, Chase and Chase um, Chase Young. They're all mm-hmm. NFC East. Ghost figures. Mm-hmm. But it's tough. I mean, I you got ten percent chance. What? Yeah, yeah. I, I got ten percent Unless, unless my it, my optimism will raise until I see the Kansas City Chiefs have gave Chris Jones an extension. They yeah. converted Joe Tooney's money to signing bonus money. Once yeah. I see the Chiefs making moves, then I'm like, okay, they trying to go get D. Yeah. They trying to make yeah. the room to go get D. Yeah. Until that happens, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I yeah, yeah I agree, ten percent. Because I mean, you got to take care of Chris first. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying. That- that's the mind. That's the mindset. I agree. You gotta take care of Chris, but just the mind of Visto is absolutely crazy, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just don't he's know. A shrewd, he's a shrewd operator, man. He's very mm-hmm. shrewd, man. Mm-hmm. Like, don't I know? In, early in his career, he gave out a big contract to Sammy Watkins. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, he had a rookie on a he had a quirky quarterback on a rookie deal. He yeah. can do that. <laughs> Real. Was and Sammy was coming off of Sammy. Sammy was coming off of some big years in, in yeah. LA too. Like yeah. he was balling for the Rams. He needed yeah. to. Sammy was killing. That's what I'm saying. So, but he had Pat on the working field. Like, he he could yeah. do that. You can't do yeah. that right now. You can't just spend mm-hmm. all your money on wide receiver right now. Mm-hmm. You see what mm-hmm. they're trying to do. They trying to build this defense up. That's what they're mm-hmm. really doing. 
Mm-hmm. Beach understands that if we can mm-hmm. get the ball back in Pat's hand and get him more possessions, we good. <laughs> yeah, but you you still got to have capable guys. I'm not saying that they don't. I'm not saying that they don't. You but know what I'm saying? Because I like that. Rice. You know what I'm saying? I I like Justin Ross. You know, I don't know yep. about Watson consistently. You know what I'm saying? Like Watson needs to be cut, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, maybe, maybe throughout this, maybe I'm looking at it wrong. You know, no, maybe that, with the guys that they no, I don't think that's wrong. And Noah Gray, yeah, maybe. You know, I don't think saying? that's wrong. I don't think that's a wrong philosophy either. That's just me because I just think more so the fact that they're investing in the philosophy and how they run their offense. That's what makes it more interesting. I mean, you can argue both sides. Like we've been doing like the last hour or weeks or whatever, or fan or fans or fake fans or think they know it all fans, whatever they want to be. They mm-hmm. proved they can do it without D Hop. It's a luxury. It'd be nice to have them, mm-hmm. but I also seeing what they do as far as being able to evolve and make Patrick better. And we're talking about a guy that's hanging in his prime. Right. That's the crazy part about it. He's got the running backs involved. Who knows? What these t- it could be one of these tight end years where all of a sudden you start to see a distribution of the Jody tight end takeoff. I don't know because like nobody could. You, you couldn't have, Jody, I'm 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 happy. You could not have told me. <laughs> don't that, sleep on no right. gray, man. Don't sleep no, on no, no, yeah, no. Yeah, damn yeah, all that. Damn all that. It's got to be Jody. If I see them split Jody out wide and let him get a, a slant route and let him eat, man, I'm happy. I'd I, listen. I would be yeah. happy. I, I wouldn't say nothing all year. I'd be happy. And that's not to knock Noah Gray or I, anything, I, I, but I, I don't see Noah Gray having the same skill set. see Jody out wide catching passes and balling, dog. Oh, but you could, you could still get – that's the beauty of it. You can have Jody split out wide. You can have Travis split out wide, and you can move Noah Gray and let him stand up. He ain't got to put his hand in the dirt. Let him stand up. Just move him closer to the tackle, and let him run deep over routes or deep drag routes or comeback mm-hmm. routes, and let him cook all day, all day. They can have all three of them on the field at one time, and Patrick can have his choice of who he's gonna go to. But if Jody's out there. Damn D Hop. I don't need D Hop. As long as they got Jody. Damn D Hop. Remember that pass in the Chargers game? Yes, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Let, 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 let my dog Jody get his work in. Give him the opportunities. Andy, please trust in him. That's how I felt it's about shown uh, you that he can make plays. But Actually, I'm glad but, y'all told me off the ledge. Y'all right. We don't need D Hop. Damn D Hop. Dion for Jody, I don't know. That's a crazy trade. What the oh, listen, man. But even, but even Jody so, be getting busy, dog. He does, and Jody I've been saying the down. same thing about Jody yeah. for two years, two off seasons. I've been wanting to see him get involved. Jody be cooking. We're talking about, you know, we're talking about all these unknowns. We're talking, about, see how we're jumping off is that we don't know, we don't know the unknowns as far as that with the receiving core. We don't know the unknowns as how they're going to use the tight ends. Even with Jody, it would be nice to see. We don't even, and here's a crazy piece of it all, though. We talked about McKinnon and Pacheco. We don't even know what it's going to look like with Clyde coming on a contract year. We don't know because mm-hmm. typically players on a contract year they ball out. 
Clyde going for a G, baby. Going for a thousand yards. So, so who knows? No, 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 He ain't gonna see the field enough to get a thousand yards. Get y'all. Get my thousand. But with the, but with the, but with the ashes of, like Pacheco, sit your ass down. Now we, now we know that ain't happening. But we, but we just don't know. <laughs> That's a damn fool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's trolling now. But but let me ask y'all this. Though. Let let me let me ask y'all this though. What are I mean? Let's let's do it by player. What are the three biggest unknowns that you have as far as with three just three players? Kadarius Tony. Uh, probably Clyde. Cause I don't know how they're gonna use him. And, they're not uh, gonna use him at all, but. <laughs> and the offensive line, uh, yeah. DeJuan Taylor, yeah. the yeah. tackles, both of them, both of them, yeah. Mm-hmm. Those are the unknowns, right there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I had to throw Jody in there too. Mm-hmm. You know, why you bring him back if if what what do you keep bringing him back for? Only for him to make these plays in preseason in week one, and then and then just stash it, stash him away. Yeah. Like, you know, I, we don't know how Andy works, man. Andy weird. Why? He weird. You know, he weird. Man. Let him go. Shit. Let him go get that production somewhere. No. I would say, though, for, for me. Hey, Jody's complaining. He got a Super Bowl ring. He ain't complaining. <laughs> no, he ain't complaining right now. No. No, but I he did say. No, I he, did, I did say. read somewhere where Jody yeah. said he hopes Andy has more faith in him this him. year. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I actually. As, as um, I would say though, my three biggest unknowns as far as the situation are both of them are on the line, and then uh, Tony. Th- those are, those are my three biggest question marks that I have. I mean, you can say all you want about all the other receivers and everything, but and we always talk about versatility and whatnot stuff like that, and we talk about how we have um, obviously we have Clyde and Pacheco, and Pacheco he would have a thousand yards if you had you started the season. And yeah. we had had a consistency. I mean, we had the we had the expectation that Brown was going to be back coming in this year. That was our expectation. The reason why I was think we were probably thinking about that. So that way, oh, okay, so we have some familiar familiarity on the line, and they'll know how to, you know, as far as how the running backs and how that's going to work. But we don't know how these guys are going to be able to protect Pat and stuff like that. We granted, you know, we talked about we spent X amount of dollars on the left tackle, and all of a sudden, oh, well, we're going to move him back to right tackle because he seemed like he know what he's doing on the left. Tackle. I don't know what that's gonna look like. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, that's my biggest question marks. Is definitely yeah. it's probably the two tackles. Uh, definitely left tackle more than right tackle because I'm I'm still confused about the Jawan Taylor uh, situation and really nobody's giving me a good enough answer on this to not question it to this point. You, still, they can't give you a good answer. Tom. Like never been done before. Exactly. exactly. I mean, like. The Chiefs is zagging while everybody uses yeah. <laughs> But even, I, I still got to see him because you signed him and you gave him all that money. And then everybody told me he's going to be a left tackle. Mm-hmm. And th- this dude didn't even get one rep, one mm-hmm. rep at left tackle before they decided, nah, he's he's going to be all right tackle. Not even oh. one rep. Not I'm just one rep. And he was like, I ain't about to do this to Pat, man. Mm-hmm. What y'all doing? I ain't about to do this. Mm-hmm. I just I just keep looking at that first round tape from when um Chargers played Jacksonville and how he was on, on Bosa's side. Because in that first half, if you watch it closely, 
he was getting ate up basically <laughs> on that side. Bam. And so then what, was he, what, was he left or right? Right. Was it right. Okay. And then in the second half, they said he did better, but I'm looking at it from, you know, a referee point of view. This dude was getting jumps like there's no tomorrow that I thought could have been called false starts. I'm like, mm. yeah, anybody, even the best could have been shut down mm. had he had a, a full blown. That's why Bosa was uh, frustrated. That's why he got penalized. If you look yeah. at why he got penalized, yeah, it was that. I do and that, that. Yep. That's that's a big yep. concern that I have. I say, yep. okay, we're gonna flex him left, then you gonna move him back to right. I'm like, yep, yep. yep. Okay. I remember Bosa. Like, can't be no words than Wiley. I mean, I mean, so it, yeah, but he's okay, so he's a like this. Thirty million dollars more than Wiley. He's gonna have to deal with Bosa twice a year. Mm-hmm. And twice a year. Most of already in his head. Yeah. So, and Wiley hey, held his own, though. I hey, mean, man. really, if you hey, look man. at the numbers, and, and Orlando just, Brown did worse than Andrew Wiley did last year. I can break down. I mean, we can look at the numbers. I mean, that ain't the sole reason why we got McKinnon back there. But you know, I'm just saying, uh, that, that, <laughs> watching that tape kind of concerns me. And you, Grant, you can talk about the season, all this stuff. Yeah, but man. you know, and you know, we can talk about the you whole. Got Donovan division. Smith. Hey. At the end of the day, Donovan Smith. At the end of the day, bro, if if Jawan Taylor, and that's an expensive if, but if he yeah, don't very expensive, right, that's a, Versace expensive. Hopefully, Lucas Niang is ready. <laughs> if he don't work out on the right side, that contract will hinder the Chiefs' uh, Super Bowl aspirations for years to come. That, that's why I don't get excited talking about you know. It's about he only allowed this amount of hurries and it'd be like one or two or whatever. I'm like, yeah, but also consider the division I, I, that they play too. Listen, I ain't stupid. Well, <laughs> yeah, playing the Texans. I, I, I want to know who was in the room when they said, let's sign Donovan Smith. What the? <laughs> <laughs> You've been drinking? Who agreed to that? Andy Reid. But I mean, I'm, I'm giving benefit of the doubt. I said maybe, maybe he's, it's a, he's checking it. I'm right there with you. I'm like maybe, maybe it's a scheme. And this, I'm, t- I'm I'm talking in reach language for 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 the record. Maybe it was a scheme. Maybe it just doesn't fit. Maybe a better be a better operational. I don't know. Maybe, and that and that's just a reach. But from the realistic level, I'm yeah, like man, do nothing last year. Man. From why a realistic, Tom, why you think Tom said no? Nah, it's been it's been fun, Tampa. I'm wrong. <laughs> He had too many holding calls. I think he led the league. Yeah, he last has, year. Listen, he he's oh he's had one good year, and I've seen a lot of Chiefs fans saying, you know, we hope we get this version of him. But really, that's the outlier year. That's the Thank year you. that that's the one Thank year you. he did good. That's the outlier. Not Thank all the you. other years he did bad. That's yeah. the one outlier. All the, he's been ass all the time. <laughs> 2016. And, y'all, and, and y'all, y'all chose him over a guy that's been here, battled the adversity, fought his way back, was projected to be the starting right tackle last year. Like, I mean, what more does this kid have to do to prove that he's ready and you can count on him? Like, you go and you sign Donovan Smith, man. And then they dra- – well, what threw me off when they drafted Wanye mm-hmm. uh, Morris, I thought, okay, he's running right. Mm-hmm. Taylor's running left, so now you drafted him. So are they trying to move him over to left? Like uh, it's just it's a lot of moving parts with this with these tackles. Yeah, 
Yeah, definitely unknowns on that offensive line. All right, fellas, I got to get up on out of here. Got a little emergency I got to get to. But uh, good conversation, y'all. You know, you know, we got two of us that's pretty optimistic about not opt well optimistic about D Hop signing. Some of us are not. Uh, me and Clarence are not optimistic about D Hop signing with the Chiefs. I see him signing with like the Browns or the Lions or somebody yeah. like that. I don't. I maybe Buffalo moves some stuff around. I could see them converting some money over from Von Miller, maybe restructuring his contract. Mm-hmm. Von Miller probably wants to win, he wants to try to win the Super Bowl. So I can see Von Miller cooperating and say, "Look, convert some of my money over. Let's go get D Hop." So I can mm-hmm. see the Bills. I see the Bills more so getting them because they're desperate. Mm-hmm. They're in desperate. They're in desperate times. You know what I'm saying? They are like this is it for them. That window is closing. Yeah, this is it. This is it, and and this is their window, <laughs> and it's closing mm-hmm. more and more and more mm-hmm. as the division is getting better and better and better. The Jets mm-hmm. got better. Miami got better. So you know, it's. Mm-hmm. I hope they. I hope they running game get better because they, that's what they need to answer. I don't care if they get D Hop or not. That's just point blank. Period. Mm-hmm. Yep. We'll mm-hmm. see, fellas. All right, man, let's give a shout-out to the sponsor, everyone, the quarterback. If you look down at the bottom, you'll see the link, emqpodcast.com slash locker-room. If you go to that link, you can go to every morning quarterback locker room access of all the podcasts that's under the every morning quarterback umbrella. They got a 49ers one, a Patriots one, a Jets one, and they got our Arrowhead Chief podcast. Click on the banner. You'll see all of our episodes, the recent ones and the past ones. Also, check out their YouTube channel. They talk about everything league-wide. They also uh, have betting tips. They talk about college football. So give them a a shout-out, subscribe to their channel, and uh, look them up, man. And also follow them on Twitter, EMQ Podcast. And whatever streaming platform that you use, whether it be Spotify, Apple, Google, Stitcher, Breaker, Anchor, Whatever you use, Arrowhead Chief Podcast is on there. So go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Follow us. If you'd rather just listen to us and then just watch us on YouTube, go ahead and go and follow us on any of those platforms. <clears throat> and whatever social media platform you use, whether it be Instagram, uh, Facebook, TikTok, or Twitter, you can follow us. We will follow you back because, Clarence, what is our motto? Because we ain't Hollywood, bro. We in Hollywood over here, man. We fans just like y'all. We want to give y'all the best cheese content that's out there. So go ahead and hit us up. Give us feedback. Give us suggestions. Give us topics that you guys want us to cover. Anything. Just make sure it's within reason and talk to us nice and normal. Or Ty's coming to your house. Yeah, he's coming to your house. (laughs) He's going to punch you in the face. (laughs) Then give you an atomic elbow. And a Hulkamania leg drop. <laughs> Man, but, no. I don't know about all this. <laughs> I didn't sign up for this guy. Yeah. <laughs> so, hope, hope everybody has a good week. I'm going to be out of town. I'm going to Virginia to see my daughter graduate. Shout out to my baby. Congrats. Yes, sir. Congratulations. Right on. Congrats, right on. So you guys have a good week. Absolutely. All right, fellas. Till next time. Hopefully. We get some better news. Yeah, we gone.